0: The fragrance always stays in the hand that gives the rose. George William Curtis Chapter 4, Two Roses Paul's meetings with the Phyto was very encouraging. Fito was the pet name given to one of several eco-saving projects currently in progress at Lowtech. Lotec Labs was working on the problem of water pollution from two directions. The POLY team was developing polymeric membranes for purification and desalination of drinking water taken from freshwater and saltwater sources. The PHYTO team was working on cleaning water at its source, the rivers, streams, and lakes. Fertilizers, insecticides, and detergents are carried into rivers, lakes, and oceans by rainfall, irrigation, and wastewater. Phytoplankton, microscopic organisms at the bottom of the food chain, produce nutrients through the process of photosynthesis. While making these nutrients, phytoplankton absorb the toxins and pollution and are eaten by fish and other marine life that feed on them. The fish absorb these toxins. We eat the fish, and we absorb the toxins and other contaminants which are responsible for allergic skin reactions, liver damage, nervous system damage, and even cancer. Phyto had used the IHL technology to engineer a type of phytoplankton that absorbed contaminants and toxins at an incredibly rapid rate. The phytoeye shells moved in increasingly larger, densely populated groups. They stayed so close to each other that they were as one. They moved too fast to be caught when small, and quickly grew too large to be eaten. The growth was exponential, and directly related to the amount of toxins absorbed. As the contaminants and toxins were depleted, the colonies grew into large giant poles, which floated to the surface. These were easily located and removed. The process was so quick that a pool of polluted water the size of an Olympic swimming pool had been cleaned in under one hour. The whole process happened so quickly, regular phytoplankton were not disturbed. After the meeting, Paul returned to his office, listened to his messages, returned a few calls, and then headed home for the day. On the way, he stopped at the liquor store and picked up a bottle of his favorite single malt scotch, Lafroeg. It was Friday night and Paul had lots to celebrate. He deserved a $75 bottle of Scotch whiskey. After dinner, Paul relaxed into his lounge chair, tossed back a few shots, and then closed his eyes. The taste of cold, salty sea air, peat moss, and smoky spice mellowed in his mouth. He felt warm inside and comforted, similar to how he felt when he was physically close to his wife. Her touch was light, and her skin was so soft. Paul and Rhonda loved to put their cheeks together and feel the coolness like the underside of a silk pillow. In bed they would spoon, and she had this thing that she did with her toes. He called it toe-twitching. Nowadays it's called restless leg syndrome. As Rhonda fell asleep or woke up, she would move her feet, caressing his ankle or calf with a toe. Paul was always comforted by it. It let him know that she was there and that all was well. Even though they didn't always agree on things, Paul was able to see her point of view, and it gave him more patience with others that didn't see things the way he did. He loved Rhonda, and if she loved something, he wanted to connect with that. He wanted to see the world from her perspective. It always served him because if she had a better point of view, he could always change his mind and adjust his ideas accordingly. If not, generally it strengthened his convictions. Either way, they were both served. She knew he really cared about her by trying to see things her way, and he knew more clearly how their thought processes worked. She had learned to be more precise, because as Paul would say, precision is precious. She was fascinated by the way his mind worked, and liked to throw ideas at him to test them out. He appreciated the challenge. Rhonda liked the way the relationship had changed them both. She was able to see things in a less abstract and more critical way. He was less close to philosophical ideas and had begun to use more of his right brain in activities like art and music. Paul had a guitar and had taught himself to play it. When he first started, it was less of a creative pursuit than an intellectual one. He was interested in the math and structure of music and sound. He was fascinated by the parallels between the vibrating guitar strings and the quantum physics string theory. The smallest units of matter were made of tiny loops of vibrating strings, likened to the strings of a guitar. The string shape determined the characteristics of elementary particles.